On today's episode of The Investing Revolution, we're going to talk about owner benefit packages with our guest, John Higgins, with Steady. This is The Investing Revolution, a podcast designed to help your real estate investment strategy. On this podcast, we'll teach you the actionable steps to take and pitfalls to avoid so that your real estate investing can thrive. Welcome to The Investing Revolution. I am your host, Jonathan Cook, and with me today is my host, Todd Orshide. Hello. And a special guest, John Higgins with Steady. Thank you. Uh, today, we're going to talk about owner benefits packages, how that helps out our investors in the end, what that actually means, because this space is becoming uh, more and more tied to what else can you do for me, right? Mm -hmm. in, in property management and real estate investing, it, it's more than just I can go collect rent and I can do management and, and do maintenance yep. when those issues come up. It's more and more to compete in this industry and to be the best property manager you can be. We have to start adding extra benefits for our clients, right? 100%. And so an owner benefits package is relatively new to this space. We've heard for a couple of years about resident benefits. That's the thing that's been going around and most big property management companies discuss those and have those options, but owner's benefits packages is relatively new and you know we're implementing it and I'm going to we're going to get into a little bit about why we decided that we wanted to use them. But John, tell me a little bit about um, your start in this industry, where you came from, what got you into um, the space, and, yep. and what what kind of molded uh, your company? Sure. So my background, it was really by accident, I ended up in this industry. But my background was, was finance and then financial technology. And after leaving one company, I was consulting for various uh, online lending companies. And one was a lender to small mom and pop landlords. Mm -hmm. And what I realized, my insight was, hey, these small investors are always cash-strapped, want to put less cash into deal, and so how do you do that without increasing risk? And I thought if you could secure the debt service coverage ratio, okay. the, the, you know, the monthly mm -hmm. cash flow payment uh, to the lender through insurance, you could transfer that risk, lend more money responsibly. Start looking and realized in places like Australia, there's landlord protection insurance, and in the UK and France, there's rent guarantee type insurance. And I kind of did that, but no one had done it in the US successfully. So I said, I'll figure that one out. That sounds interesting. And I got introduced to my business partner, Vic Sarkeesian, who grew up in France, much different background than myself, you know, engineer. And he had the same problem and he came to the same realization. And we we're both trying to hire the same guy. Long story short, we end up working on it. We kind of rebuilt the program. Uh, to really serve investor needs, looking at what everyone else had done globally, and then got nationwide to support it. And so we are, uh, on our insurance side, we're a program manager for Nationwide, you know, big Fortune 100 insurance carrier. And through that, we figured, okay, how do we aggregate these small landlords? And how do we do so in a way where the risk is good? Mm -hmm. And totally honest, initially we thought we could go through agents, we thought we could go through pop tech platforms, and we thought, you know, property managers. What we realized and have now since focused on is it's really the property manager. They're offering the best risk. They've got you know, processes, procedures. They've got a prof professional licensing responsibility to take care of these assets and they've aggregated these landlords. So we really focused in on that channel and I started coming to, Vic and I started coming to NARPM events. Mm -hmm. And it's a great community because everyone is about sharing ideas and helping each other and everyone's an entrepreneur. So Todd, like one of my favorite parts about working with you is your ability to look at technologies and ways to leverage a technology to make 
not only our company better, but our industry better, right? I mean, so when you first talked to John, what was it that made you go, this is a perfect idea to, to begin implementing in, in our company? What did you think? Well, I mean, our our mission statement, you know, for lack of a better word, as a property management company is to reduce risk for investors. I mean, that's that's why we exist as a business. That's kind of how we structure everything. And when you look at this kind of benefit package, you know, what's actually been put together by John and Steady, that's what it does. I mean, it's basically doing exactly what our mission statement is. Um, and we're basically able to outsource some of that risk, provide a great product for the owner, and, you know, really, it's it's not fluff. I mean, this is real benefits that people are actually able to get as investors. So, you know, it, to me, it seemed like a no-brainer. You know, it's what we try to do for all of our clients. So, you know, getting it out to them as quickly as possible made a lot of sense. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to actually like dive into how Steady operates from a to the property manager and then directly below that how it how it affects the the end all investor? Because we we went over it in quick. But like, let's dive into how Steady operates. What does it look like? So what we do at Steady is we abstract away all the complexity of kind of the underlying components of our package. And what we deliver to the property manager is the owner benefit package. And in that owner benefit package are four main components. Mm -hmm. One would be real-time legislative updates. So they provide that to their underlying client, the owner client, to keep them informed. Rules are always changing and also strengthen that relationship with the property management company. Next is real-time, or uh, sorry, quarterly market and asset level reports. Show them where that property and rent values are going. You sold your home a year ago, you thought you were smart. Well, you missed on 20% upside. <laughs> Don't sell it, keep that door with, the PM, with your PM, maybe buy another. Um, next is rent protection. So two months of rent protection. We handle that all, we integrate with the software, and we handle that on the back end with our insurance program. So if that resident does go bad, they're protected if they're in our owner benefit package. And then finally, it's uh, Rent Advance. So we've created a product called Rent Advance where that owner can actually receive liquidity from their rental cash flow up to 12 months. We'll probably soon go out to 24 months. And the reason we can do that is through our integrations with the property manager. We know it's a real asset. We know it's a real lease. We can underwrite the property manager's performance to know how they'll perform. And they've got those processes. So now owners are getting insights, protection, and liquidity. Mm -hmm. And because we offer it to the property manager, we can do it in a way that makes sense for everyone. Property manager can benefit as well as the owners. So that doesn't, let me ask you this. So let's say an investor listening to our podcast is in a market that we're not in, Todd. Mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe they don't have a property manager. They can't just sign up to study on their own, can no. they? So they have to go through a property manager that's proving performance Yes. to, to actually get this. So a good way to judge a property manager is even can they access Steady's product, right? Right. Can, can they, do they have the ability to offer these products? We're not in the business of taking bad risk. Okay. We like to take measurable risk. And so if a property manager has an awful default rate, that's probably not a risk that's going to work for our partners on the back end. So really, we, we vet the property manager and their operations and the, it's data driven on the back end mm -hmm. through their software to ensure that they meet that criteria. Okay. And then once they have it, they've got that validation, they can offer these new products and services and generate a new revenue stream for themselves. Okay. Jonathan, you mind if I jump in there? Please do. I think this really 
gets to the the heart of why it's so important to have a property manager and the right property manager is you've got this company that is basically a financial services tech company is, is really what we're talking about here. I mean, they're offering financial products and they are underwriting the property manager to make sure that they are, they don't have a high default rate. You know, they're collecting the rent the way they're supposed to. So if you're going to a property manager that's partnered with Steady, you know that a third party financial institution basically <laughs> has looked at that property manager and said, oh, they they meet the requirements. They know what they're doing. So it's yeah. it's kind of an extra check that you can run on a property manager to see, are they good enough? Um, but the other thing on that is, look at what Steady's doing. Steady is saying, we're only going to offer this product to property managers because we know that's going to provide the lowest risk for us. If it's providing the lowest risk for the insurance company, well, it's obviously providing the lowest risk for the property owner, the investor also. So, I mean, that tells the investor everything they need to know about the importance of having a property manager and the right one. Can, can we also, because I want you to dive into the legislative updates. I, I would love both of your take on this. So, but as the legislative chair of our chapter, the Atlanta NARPM chapter, like, I want you to talk to our investors about how often things change and, and really take the industry and sometimes turn it completely on its head. I mean, you could talk about short-term rentals and just that the danger that we've seen recently kind of climb into that field. Can you kind of talk a little bit about what you see and how often things change? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I am the, the Atlanta legislative chair. I'm also vice chair of the uh, NARPM National Legislative uh, Committee. And, you know, this stuff is constantly changing. And we all saw this particularly through COVID. You know, when we had the pandemic. There were eviction moratoria. You know, there was all kinds of stuff put into place and it's all across the country. It's not just in certain markets. And, you know, landlords all too often don't know what's going on. You know, we had this a lot where we had evictions that we had to process and we had to inform our investors. You know, there's legislation on the books right now. You know, this is a couple years ago during the, the pandemic where we had to explain them. We can't do that. We were getting updates out to our clients to let them know about these things, but the average investor didn't even know this stuff was going on. Having these legislative updates come through an owner benefit package that you know any management company using that has available to them is keeping the investor apprised of what's going on okay. because stuff is changing so often. It's changing all the time, but yeah. it's also it's a benefit. Does it change by market? Do oh yeah, but that? we do it on it's on state and national level but so yeah y'all report locally not just national updates you're reporting yes locally. because you know it's all real estate's local right yeah. and we fundamentally believe you know there's a lot of talk out there oh can can these big tech companies come in and totally disrupt property management etc what we've realized and understand very well is no it's boots on the ground local property management people want to know that there's someone there watching what is most likely or almost all cases their most valuable asset you don't just trust that to a blind online platform you want a phone call you want to know what's going on and those legislative updates are value that they can get from that property manager in addition to you know you've kind of opened with it it's not just rent collection and tenant placement it's peace of mind it's certainty it's it's getting that knowledge and insight to know that your most valuable investment is taken care of mm -hmm because that's where people go wrong. They self-manage, someone doesn't pay rent for six months, trashes the unit, and they went from, hey, I, I could make a lot of money on this, to now I'm in the hole, yeah. and maybe I have to sell it. And I, I wanna dive into the, the big sexy part that I think we went over a little bit quick, but I want everyone to understand what you mean by, we can take the annualized rental income and, and liquidate it at, at, yep. at one point. The, the, the amount of, uh, you know, power that you get from that mm -hmm. being able to just take your annualized rent income and yeah you're going to pay, pay some fees out of that 
but you can just cash it all out and and how early can you do it i mean d- day one day two so you know it gets back to our process we vet the property manager mm-hmm. their tenant placement practices and we get comfortable with that risk mm-hmm. so again we don't just do this with anyone we need to understand who we're in business with because on that product we're flowing millions tens of millions soon hundreds of millions of dollars through property managers. So we've got counterparty risk there that if that property manager doesn't know what they're doing. But what it really means is that owner says, hey, there's a hot deal, or hey, I want to make an improvement on another house. I can pull out 50 grand if they're, you know, depending on the rent amount, if, it, if it's high enough, right? If there's 5,000 a month or whatever. Um, I can pull that out today and I can get it. As long as that unit's managed by my professional property manager that works with Steady, that tenant was placed using the approved practices, mm-hmm. which is we just map to yours and, and validate that. It's really easy. A lot of the feedback we've got from owners is like, what's the catch? <laughs> and, 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 and it's, there is no catch because we've done so much work on your property manager beforehand and we've data and technology to, to accomplish a lot of that, that there is no catch. It's like the easy button. And there's, in some cases, you know, you've got a, uh, a little disbelief, like it sounds too good to be true. I'll tell you the catch. You have to repair the unit if there's an issue, because we want that resident paying rent. And guess what? The property manager makes that determination. Mm-hmm. You need to pay for that repair promptly, because the property manager, you know, can't take it from your future rent, because you've already, already uh, we've, we collect that because we've given you your rent. And you can't sell the unit for the duration of the agreement without our consent because we've got an interest in receiving that rental payment. Yeah. That's it. So, oh. so that all, by the way, ties into everything you're always teaching people on this podcast. Yeah, it's exactly basically, you know, don't be a slumlord. Keep your properties because they make you money. That's really, that's really what that comes down uh, absolutely. to. Absolutely. Keep, so. keep it, improve it, make it nicer, get higher rent, <laughs> keep your resident happy and paying. Because if you do it right, that rental income is going to pay off your mortgage, and then you can refi it, take out some cash, and buy the next unit. And that's how you build long-term wealth is just – you know, rinse and repeat. Yeah, of course. Right. When we talk about, I said, there's also a two month rental protection in that. Yep. So if a client takes the cash out on day one and their tenant is, is late one of the months, do, do they have to pay back anything? No. So the two month rental protection is if the owner doesn't take an advance. Mm-hmm. If they take an advance, there's nothing more certain than cash in hand, mm-hmm. right? Of course. Um, but no, there's never a repayment from the owner regarding resident payment. It's if the owner, um, if that resident doesn't pay, that's on us. That's the bargain, right? That's the trade. The two-month rental protection is, say you enroll mm-hmm. and you say, great, I, I love this. And you decide you don't want an advance that month. And so you're going to keep it. But the resident happens to go bad. Well, now you're still protected for two months of lost rent yeah. in that, that circumstance. So irrespective of whether you took the advance or not, you still have that level of protection. Mm-hmm. So it's really giving people access to liquidity, but not requiring that they take it. And still knowing they have the full backing of two months of rent protection for those inevitable, you know, not every tenant's yeah. gonna go perfect. Of course. Todd, what would you think would be a reason a real estate investor wouldn't take the full cash out? Wouldn't take wouldn't, the full cash yeah. out? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, you know, it's you are paying a fee sure, in order to get your money out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is a financial decision. Mm-hmm. So, you know, each investor is gonna have to look at it individually, I would think. You know, in this market, you know, I think it probably makes a lot of sense to do it. You know, there's a lot of opportunities you can use that money for. Uh, you can use it to improve your properties. You can yeah. use it to go make another deal. But, I mean, it's it's not something you have to do. I mean, that's an important yeah. part of this plan is it's something that's available to you. You can take that if you want. If you don't, then you got your two months of rent protection. So you got protection either way. So, you know, it's really up to each individual investor to decide what makes more sense for me. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. And I think right now, 
everybody's stuck on it's a it's a really hot market i want to liquidate because they 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 can right they can they can turn this investment that they've had into cash in hand for them to do something I always ask people what are you going to do with that money when you sell like this was an investment returning you whatever x percent what are you going to do with that money after you sell and then a lot of the time they don't really have much of a plan they they they've well i i just feel like i need I want, I, cash cash. The, I want cash I want in the I want cash in the bank. Uh, things are things are looking dicey out there. Stock market's down a yeah. thousand points. I just want that certainty. Yeah. Okay, we can deliver that to that's you exactly without it. you selling the unit. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to destroy wealth by selling the unit. If you hold that unit, and that's where you get back to the quarterly market and asset level reports. You look at the charts, steady, you know, slowly. Well, actually, very quickly in recent Recently. history. But over time, you're going to just it's going to just stack. Yeah. You're just going to create wealth by generating greater ownership of that home, paying off the mortgage, and home U.S. housing market, it always goes up over the long term. That's that's the thing I think everybody should keep in mind here is, you know, you look at the big institutional players right now, they aren't selling property. There's nobody like BlackRock, like any of these big big institutional players who are saying, oh, I think it's time to liquidate my portfolio because we're at the top of the market. Nobody's saying that. So, you know, if you're the individual investor who's thinking that that's what they want to do, you should look to all these institutional players who really know what they're doing and say, that might not be the best idea. Maybe I should instead take out you know, a 12-month advance on my rent through my owner benefit package. Maybe I should look at a line of credit. Maybe I, There's a million different ways you can do it against the equity in your home without actually having to liquidate the asset itself. You can get that money out in other ways and keep the asset that's going to continue to grow that value is going to go up. The rent's continuing to grow up in some places by thirty percent a year. You know, there's, it's it's insane to get rid of property. Of course it is. Well, like, so right now, <clears throat> the, the the market has just been so hot in all the major markets. But I think this kind of additional uh, liquidation, basically, it's liquidating. It's it's liquidating the the annualized rent. You can take that. Let's say it's on a, even a lower income property, a thousand dollars a month. You're going to pay some fees out of that, but that gives you close to ten grand that you can actually take out and do something with. It doesn't. I, I talk on this podcast a lot of ten grand is you could you can do something with ten grand. You can add another property to your portfolio with with something as small as ten grand. You're going to have to leverage that. You're going to put that into a loan, but it's possible. You grow that again. Let me ask you this though: if you take out the cash advance year one. Mm-hmm. Now let's say the market goes up because we're giving the real-time market updates. Year two, can they take out the cash advance again? Yep. So they can just take it out every 12 months? Every year they can, they can re-up provided that there's not an issue with that resident or they've somehow breached the agreement like they've refused to make repairs, right? Yeah. Then that's not, you know, we're all adults here. We make an agreement. Mm-hmm. We fulfill our individual responsibilities under that. Um, but yes, and you know, soon we'll probably roll out up to 24 months of advance as well. So you know, the, the goal is to be a constant source of liquidity for that owner if they need it. Mm-hmm. Again, not an obligation. They're still getting the protection and everything else. But know that, hey, I could pull forward that cash flow to go make that next investment or make that all of a sudden that big roof repair yeah. or whatever it is. Um, and some people we've talked to have said, hey, I'm actually going to pull this out and I'm going to put my money in crypto or do other things. Okay. It's their money. It's not our, not my job to tell people what to do. Personally, I think real estate's probably a little bit more steady and secure <laughs> than, than crypto. Well, but you've been watching crypto lately. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I think... Um, or NFTs. Yeah. It's a fun one, too. Yeah. It depends on where you were in the cycle, right? <laughs> I think so a lot of people made some money on that. Uh, I think a lot of people lost a lot, too. Yeah, but um, at the end of the day, it's the right people with choices. Yeah. And 
it, you know, how do you want your property managed? You work with great managers like you know, Revolution. Thank you. And what are those services they could offer? You know, Todd, you were speaking earlier on this panel about offering different services to the owners to really enhance that value prop. And I think that's where you separate property management from being rent collection and phone call, you know, a call when there's a tenant issue to actually value added services and really separating where you're providing a whole slew of services that the individual self-managed landlord can't get yeah. or would never have the ability to access. Can you kind of dive a little bit further into that? I mean, I know we're, we're here with John and we're, we've got access to all the steady information, but just in terms of property management companies adding more than I collect rent and I do maintenance. Can you walk through like your process, your thought process when you're sitting here going, okay, I know what my client thinks that what we do is <laughs> this these are the things that we know that we can do better than everyone else by adding in the right vendors the right solutions for people can you kind of walk your thought process through that yeah i mean sure there was we're actually at a conference as we're recording this podcast and there was someone here a great property manager out of utah named brad randall who just gave a presentation here kind of giving the rundown on this the difference between an old school property manager and a modern manager who's basically an asset manager and an advisor a trusted advisor i think is the term he used and that's really a big difference. I mean, that, that kind of company is like Revolution, where the idea is we can provide you investment analysis. We can help you acquire more properties. We can you know, provide benefits like the owner benefit package. We can provide resident benefit packages to your residents. It's all this extra stuff that these newer property management companies are doing to be more of an asset manager as opposed to just, I collect rent and get repairs done. Yeah. That's the old school model. And there's still a lot of that out there. I mean, there's there's tons of property management companies that way, but that's not who the investor should be looking to because I mean that's just not providing them what they need. I, I agree. And John, how many markets would you say Steady is in right now where there are the kind of property managers that that can really pull this level of service off? So we've conducted business I think across 35 or 36 states, wow. and we deal with property managers that could be. 10 units all the way up to property managers that are thousands or, or many thousands of units and everything in between. For us, we always made an intelligent decision, or we think intelligent, to operate on a national scale because when you're taking the type of risks we're taking, you want to have diversification. And um, at the end of the day, we initially, when we launched our rent default program, had our own guidelines that said you have to comply with ours. And what we realized throughout COVID was, well, no, that what makes us think that we're better at picking tenants <laughs> than that property manager who's in that market, who sees hundreds or thousands of tenants a year and can and has a mousetrap. So we got rid of all of that and said, no, let's just align with that professional. And we can do that because they're professionals yeah. and they have the right skills, operations and everything to do it. And that's a real risk reducer. So some people might say you're loosening criteria and taking more risk. We're not at all because we're only offering through property managers. So that risk is totally mitigated. And that's why people should really use property managers is to mitigate risk and have all those extra services. Yeah. And, and that's that's ultimately the goal here. That's That's the point of this episode. That's where I want to distill everything down to. Your property manager should give you more benefits than, say, the two aspects that, that most real estate investors think that we do, which is we collect rent, we do maintenance. There's so many more things than that. And it takes a level of uh, professionalism in this industry to partner 
with people like John here at Steady and and all the other vendors that we use to maximize our returns for for the investor. Every little added benefit that we give, you know, it might be a penny here or a dollar there that, that the investor actually sees that they lose, but the gain that they have is in they don't experience the opportunity loss here with we can pull out the equity so that we could go purchase another asset if that was available. We are able to keep tenants for a longer period of time because of the benefits that we offer. We're able to cut back on those um, you know, delinquency problems that you have with a, a difficult tenant or whatever. That's what a asset manager is really being able to pull off for investors. And that's that's the level of service that a real estate investor needs to look for because anything less than that is just leaving money on the table. Well, and I think to your point, property management shouldn't be thought of as an expense. It should be thought of as a value add. How is this going to help me achieve my goals of generating wealth or intergenerational wealth through real estate investments? How is this going to make my life easier by knowing everything's taken care of? It shouldn't be viewed as an expense at all. It should be viewed actually as an asset. It should be viewed as a value as opposed to something that you just say, hey, they're taking money out of my rent from, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's just close-minded. Like, it's just thinking small as opposed to thinking of the bigger picture. You know, what's the value of your time? What's the, you know, can you get this type of protection? Can you get the, the answer's no. Yeah. You need to have that professional manager who's delivering this to you on a silver spoon so you're ready to go and really focus on what you want to be doing, whether it's buying your next home, flipping your next house, building your rental portfolio, or whatever else you may, may have in mind. That's fantastic, John. I appreciate it. Todd, do you have anything to add on that? Because that's that's a really good way to sum this up. No, I think I should hire John to come sell our property management service. I, I agree. He's fantastic <laughs> at it, man. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't do it. I'll just say property management is the most thankless <laughs> job. Uh, but you guys are really on to something great. You know, it's, it's about delivering that value that really makes a difference and really elevates the industry. And that's what we really like about Revolution is we want to be part of the, the group that elevates the industry that next level and change the perception of property management as just rent collection and maintenance to those value-added services and that really great experience for that investor in that property. Oh, that's fantastic. We, we love to be the benchmark. And I want to thank everyone for listening today and watching today. Make sure to like and subscribe on the podcast and come back and see us on the next episode. Thank you so much.